Now, Trump is threatening to reveal unflattering information about Ron DeSantis. For example, did you know Ron DeSantis is in charge of a state where some maniac was hiding stolen nuclear secrets? I, I got it. You know, comedy ain't what it used to be. Um, but, oh, wait a minute. It's not comedy. It's politics. It's uh, network television. The daily and nightly tongue bath to the Democratic Party. You're familiar with it? Huh? Oh, Dave Chappelle was on Saturday Night Live on Saturday night. I've got to admit, I didn't watch the show. I had, uh, I had intended to hit the DVR to record because Dave Chappelle was on. But I was able to watch it on the YouTube. And I like Dave Chappelle. He's great. He's, uh, he's fun. Uh, he's a comedian. And, and here's the crazy thing. I didn't agree with him on a thing or two he said about President Trump, for example. But he's a comedian. I, I don't feel that I need to agree with every joke that he tells or every observation he makes. The left, on the other hand, they'll kill you. Like, uh, you know, Ahmed the terrorist. I'll kill you. I, uh, they'll kill you if you tell a joke they don't like. That's, uh, that's it. You got to get out. That's the thing with them. Well, happy Monday to you and welcome. Um, the, uh, the counting still continues. It's a remarkable thing to see. Now, the, as I understand it, it appears that the Daily Caller, uh, with breaking news this morning, projected winner, Republicans flipped the House. Now, uh, some of the races, the counting is still going on because Democrats like to count until they win, and then they like to stop the music, like musical chairs, and say, well, now the counting is done because we have the greater number of ballots. Not necessarily votes, but they have the greater number of ballots. And, and uh, will they be disqualified? Will they, uh, should we have a recount? Uh, President Trump suggested that the, the election in Arizona for Senate should be held over again. And uh, I got to tell you, more and more, because we're becoming a banana republic, a third world country. But uh, here it is, the, the Daily Caller with their projected winner. Um, Republicans are now projected to win control of the United States House of Representatives after gaining seven seats, two more than they needed to win control of the chamber, the Daily Caller. Now, they are, as far as I know, the very first to put this out there. And, um, you know, the, you know, the Democrats, they, they're anti-science, right? And this, this must be science. And there's math involved, too. And we know they're not good at math. You know, for example, the Bidens don't know how many grandchildren they have, just to name one thing. But, um, but there it is, the, the Daily Caller making the call. Uh, the rest of the news media, well, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna wait. The uh, article after article over the weekend are suggesting that the Democrats could still pull it out. They could still win. They can win the House. Uh, the Politico, left-wing Politico, the path to 218. That's the number of House seats you need to have control of the House of Representatives. Why Democrats aren't out of the race for the House yet. That's, uh, that's the, uh, the headline from Politico. The Washington Post had a very similar article over the weekend as well, that the, uh, that the Democrats could still pull it out. They could still make it happen. And um, 
Now, the, the media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. I think we'd all agree with that, wouldn't we? I think even the media agrees with that, except for the really mental ones. Really, and there are a lot of those, too. But the, uh, you know that, uh, according to the New York Times, in the survey that they took with Siena College, the number one threat to our democracy is the media. The number two threat to our democracy is the so-called Democratic Party, which isn't democratic at all. But the, 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 the Democrat media, they're still pushing, yay, the, yeah, we got the Senate because we counted late night and turned the cameras off. And days and days later, we're still counting until we win. And then we stop counting and we're counting ballots that may or may not be postmarked appropriately and may or may not be signed and uh, may or may not be legal. Uh, but they really don't care about that. Uh, and we, you know, foolish Republicans, think that we can show up on Election Day and vote and everything will be okay. Uh, but the Democrats have another plan altogether, don't they? Yes, they do. And I was sharing with, uh, with the, uh, the class the, the Ken Timmerman piece at uh, Threat, Threat Watch where he said the, the French in France outlawed mail-in balloting in 1973 because they understood it was an invitation to fraud. And today, more than 40 million French men and women show up on Election Day. Imagine that. Present a voter ID. Oh, the horror. And cast their ballots. And by 8 p.m. when the polls close, the Interior Ministry releases the preliminary results. It's called holding an election. We did a very good job of doing that here in the United States for a great many years until the Democrats came along and made it better. Now, and we had Joe Biden. Joe Biden is talking about election deniers. The front page of the Washington Post today is talking about election deniers, like Hillary Clinton, for example, and Stacey Abrams, and DNC chair and Governor Terry McAuffel, and a whole panoply of corrupt Democrat snakes and weasels who have been denying elections for years and years now starting in the year 2000, then in 2004. Then they won 2008 and 2012, so they didn't deny those or contest those. Uh, Then, of course, Hillary Clinton lost to Donald Trump, and she said that election was stolen. And now she says the next presidential election will be stolen, too, because she's the woman that could see the future. Lead story, Washington Post, rebuke of key election deniers. Yeah, like Hillary Clinton and Stacey Abrams did finally admit that she lost, she lost the race. Uh, and also, this story is actually from CNN of all places. States are counting votes with key races still in play. They're key races, and isn't it a coincidence that they're counting in places where Republicans are expected to win, and they just keep counting, and the more mail-in ballots come in, and they say, well. Uh, how many ballots do we need? And then they start looking for those ballots. Remember, they became very angry with President Trump when he allege- allegedly uh, speaking to officials in Georgia uh, in 2020, said, find the ballots. Oh, the Democrats are finding the ballots. Not the votes necessarily, but the ballots. CNN, CNN uh, types on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party, pushing back on criticisms and conspiracies like Hillary Clinton's conspiracies and Stacey Abrams and uh, DNC chair, Governor Terry McAuffle's conspiracies. And how many Democrat members of Congress? There's a 12-minute long video of Democrats denying 
elections, various elections. And they they type, well, it was explained why it takes longer in Arizona to count ballots than in states such as Florida, which has reported most of its results on election night. Their expert that they talked to pointed out that Florida does not allow for mail-in ballots to be dropped off on election day. What? But you can drop off your, they're not mail-in, they're mail-out. They're mailed out to everybody. Then they can be handed in or, you know, given to your uncle or uh, bundled and clustered. And you can do whatever you want with them because it's a third world country that the Democrats are creating. Did you see the, uh, speaking of becoming a third world country, Mexico, the government of Mexico. Is that story in the story sheet? The, uh, the government of Mexico has anti-drug addiction TV ads that they're airing. Have you seen these? And you know what they use? They use video of Philadelphia with drug-addled junkies sprawled out on the sidewalks looking like they're dead amidst debris and used syringes and needles. They look like corpses, uh, mental cases, drugged up, wandering into traffic. And this is the TV ad campaign that Mexico is using to discourage Mexicans from becoming addicted to drugs like the drugs that Mexico sends into the United States because of Joe Biden's open border policies that led to the drug overdose overdose deaths of more than 107,000 Americans last year alone, a number greater than the number of people we lost in the entire Vietnam War combined with the number of people we lost in the entire Korean War last year alone to fatal drug overdoses. And Mexico is using the United States of America, Philadelphia, the Liberty Bell, Independence Hall. That's what the Democrats have done to the United States of America and to Philadelphia, which is also one of the murder capitals of civilization because the Democrats ruin everything. And Mexico is mocking us using video of drug-addled mental cases dying on the sidewalks in Philadelphia in such great numbers that Mexico is using us as an example of what not to be while they import their cartels, import the drugs. You know, uh, fentanyl, which comes out of China, processed, processed in Mexico, waved into the United States by Joe Biden and the Democrats, where it kills your neighbors and your grandchildren. And uh, then the Democrats shrug and, and they go to Starbucks, you know. So here it is in the uh, 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 CNN. Florida does not allow for mail-in uh, ballots to be dropped off on Election Day, while Arizona does. This slows down the process because the hundreds of thousands of ballots need to be processed and go through signature verification before they can be counted. Florida also closes early voting uh, the Sunday before Election Day. Election Day is Tuesday, Sunday before so they can have their votes and not spend weeks counting uh, with no transparency. So they uh, cut off early voting the Sunday before Election Day while ballots can be dropped off through Election Day in Arizona. Well, your ballots can still be dropped, dropped off on Election Day in Florida, too. So CNN gets that wrong. You can bring in and, and uh, drop your ballot and you can vote on Election Day because it's Election Day. All right? CNN also says... Nevada state law allows mail-in ballots to be received 
through Saturday, as long as they were postmarked by Election Day. Now, wait a minute. Through Saturday, the day after the Saturday after Election Day, right? This is CNN typing for the radical extremist threat to democracy Democrat Party. The media and the Democrats are the number one and number two threats to democracy, according to the New York Times survey, right? I'm just quoting what I read in the New York Times. By the way, that story got no traction. It died. It was just choked to death in the cradle because, you know, they asked, they did the survey question. They were expecting Republican Party and Trump are the greatest threats to democracy. They found the news media and the Democrat Party greatest threats to democracy. So that story was, you know, uh, Emily Latella. It was just, never mind. And they swept it under the rug and no one dare speak its name again. All right. So uh, Nevada state law allows mail-in ballots to be received through Saturday after Election Day. As long as they were postmarked by Election Day, meaning counties are still receiving ballots to be counted. But many ballots now arriving are being disqualified because they were postmarked after Election Day. How stupid are your voters, honestly? Uh, yeah, well, oh, well, the election day is too bad. I'm going to drop it off on Wednesday in the mail and de doot de doot de doot de doot. Uh, Jamie Rodriguez, uh, interim registrar of votes in Washaw County in Nevada, where they had the cameras go out for eight and a half hours where all the ballots were, but that's okay said the county disqualified 400 mail-in ballots on Thursday. About two-thirds of the mail-in ballots the county received because they were postmarked late. Now, honestly, you're fired. Your vote shouldn't be counted because you're too stupid to have your vote counted. How's that? Does that sound fair? I think it does. That definitely sounds fair. Uh, I still haven't gotten to all the audio that I want to get to because <laughs> the Democrats keep tossing me buckets, buckets of their stupid. And uh, uh, it just never stops. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. We could sit here 24 hours a day because the stupid flows like a river. And the Democrats, you know, they write all our jokes. Hey, do you have your Christmas shopping done yet? Thankfully, Eden Pure is running a crazy deal right now on their extremely popular Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. Makes a great gift for friends and family because everybody has to deal with unwanted, smelly stuff from time to time. And you need a way to get rid of those nasty smells. Remember, the thunderstorm uses proven oxy technology that naturally gets rid of odors like trash and litter boxes, musty basement smells, stops them from coming back, too. And there are no filters to buy and replace again and again, meaning you save money and the hassle of not having to constantly buy filters every month. Right now, this Christmas special offer saves you 200 American dollars on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection, your office, a gift, you're going to get three units for under $200. You can hold one in your hand. It's not a big piece of furniture. Get them something they're actually going to use every day and give them the gift of clean air. Who doesn't like clean air? Joe Biden, that's who. With this special Christmas offer, you're getting three units for under $200. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code CHRIS3, C-H-R-I-S, and the number three to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is Chris3, and remember, shipping is free. Yeah, yeah. Boy, there is a uh, there is a lot to get to. The 
Front page of the Washington Times, their lead story, Senators fume at McConnell, comma, Trump. Well, that's coming up. And uh, all the crazy Democrats and at least one sane Republican. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Uh, my friend Kevin is driving in Pennsylvania. He sent me a picture of a green highway sign on I-81 President Biden Expressway, half mile. President Biden Expressway. And you, you got to turn left. Naturally, off of I-81, there are no right turns on the President Biden Expressway, only left turns, and it goes around in a circle, and then everyone crashes and dies. And uh, exit 185. Yeah. And the speed limit is 15. Speed limit is 15 miles an hour because Joe Biden... Uh, let's go very quickly to the phones. Let's go to John calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, John. Good talking to you. Welcome. I just wanted to let you know that I've been listening for a while, and um, you always say Election Day, Election Day, Election Day. But really, honestly, it is the end of election season, and we all should stop saying Election Day. It should just be the end of election season. Yeah, well, I do qualify it uh, quite frequently as what we call or what we laughingly call Election Day, what we used to call Election Day. What the Democrats have taken away from us is Election Day. Yes, I agree 100 percent. Why do you think that is? Well, I believe that the chaos uh, allows votes to be found. I I personally do believe that. Yeah, I mean, again, I I don't uh, go around... Uh, selling the French model on anything. Uh, But the French model on elections is uh, preferable. That's understatement to what the Democrats have done to our system of, of electing Bill and the media. There's a lot more on that coming right up. This is the Chris Plant Show. All right, uh, lots of audio and lots of nice people to talk to as well. You know, Americans, this uh, this ain't NPR. We have uh, rational, thoughtful, well-informed, pro-American, pro-Constitution, pro-law, pro-police, not pro-criminal. The Democrat Party is pro-criminal and anti-police. That's why they have all these murders. That's why Mexico is making TV commercials about the horrors of drug addiction and using the streets of Philadelphia for their video. And this is all fine. This is all fine. More than 107,000 fatal drug overdoses last year in the United States of America, and that's fine. You don't even hear about it. You don't hear about the the, uh, guy that ran over the dancing grannies in Waukesha, Wisconsin, killed six people, injured 61, 
news media, not a story, not a story. Not like Kyle Rittenhouse, who was defending himself against a serial child rapist, ex-convict, suicidal mental case. You know, a Democrat, kind of a typical Democrat. And what happened to this? You remember this just like six weeks ago, September 22nd, man admits to running over teenager he suspected of links to extreme right political group. That is to say, a Republican. You remember this guy? He ran over the teenager uh, and killed him with his pickup truck because he said they had a political discussion in a bar and the young guy was a Republican. So this, uh, this Democrat ran him over and murdered him. That's not a news story. Why would that be a news story? That's not, not really a thing at all. Charged with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of an accident. Really wasn't an accident. After a political argument with a teenager. And that was a, uh, a one-day story. In fact, it wasn't even a one-day story in most media. They just didn't cover it at all. Democrats murder a 19-year-old kid for uh, being uh, a Republican. And that is a basically a non-story. Non-story. Not a thing. Oh, you know, also I was looking at the, you know, the psychopath they arrested outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home who had plotted to assassinate three Supreme Court justices because... You know, he um, uh, really likes abortion, really likes abortion. And the Supreme Court was because the leaked, by the way, what happened to that leak investigation? The leak from the Supreme Court that led to this assassin, would-be assassin showing up outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Amazing. What I have an update on the North Dakota man free after admitting he mowed down a Republican teen over politics. He was freed. He was freed because, you know, why, why wouldn't that be a 50,000? Shannon Brandt is the man's name. Fatally um, um, attacked and murdered Kaylor Ellington, uh, Ellingson, rather, and uh, 19 years old. They had a political discussion, and the Democrat ran him over and murdered him in North Dakota. Turns out they have some Democrats in North Dakota, and they murder there, too, don't they? Problem is not our guns, it's your sons. Guns don't kill people, Democrats do. Also, they use trucks and vehicles a lot, don't they? Well, there's, uh, gosh, in, uh, uh, in uh, Georgia, there's a Senate candidate ran over his wife's foot, right? And uh, then in Waukesha, you got a Democrat that ran over the Christmas parade, and this guy in North Dakota ran over a Republican there. So cars don't kill people, Democrats do. It's amazing stuff. Yes, it is. But it turns out this guy, I did some more reading, and I don't know how this got by me, but it, but it did, I will confess. It turns out the psychopath that was arrested outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home identifies as transgender. Did you know that? Now, not a lot gets, gets by me. I, uh, I spent a lot of time on this stuff. But it turns out that this psychopath that wanted to murder... Brett Kavanaugh and two other Supreme Court justices. It turns out he's all over his online, uh, his online profiles where he identifies he's even got a woman name and he's got, uh, he's got all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, man, oh, man. Also, I talked about it on Friday. 
But in New Hampshire, they've got a transgender person that won the precursor to the Miss America contest. His name is Brian. He says Brian. He's about six foot two, two hundred and seventy pounds, and um, and Brian Nguyen, uh won the 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 precursor, and now it's making international news. It's making news all over the world because he now goes on to the Miss New Hampshire contest, and if he wins there, then he goes to the Miss America contest. I certainly hope that he does. 275-pound man at 6'2", 19 years old. That's, uh, that's the thing about, about that. Isn't that crazy? Yes, it is. And the I went uh, looking for this. I, I couldn't believe it because I saw it mentioned. Would-be Kavanaugh assassin suspected of uh, uh, plotting to kill three Supreme Court justices identifies as trans, identifies as trans. Did you know that? Well, that was a one-day story, too. That's really not a thing, right? A California man arrested in June near the Maryland home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. man reportedly told police he was there to kill Brett Kavanaugh after the story broke. Supreme Court issued a statement uh, confirming the incident and uh, so on. But the uh, New York Post columnist Carol Markowitz posted that um, that this guy, it turns out, he, um, he identifies on his social media things as transgender, and he has a, uh, a woman's name that he uses online. And his name is, his real name is Nicholas Roski. His parents are Democrats. He's a Democrat and a would-be assassin, just like, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald was a communist. And, uh, of course, James Earl Ray was a Democrat who killed Martin Luther King. Notice how they've slipped that one. He was a volunteer for a Democrat presidential campaign for George Wallace, the Democrat governor, who was running for president as a Democrat. But but never mind that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, 26 year old and, and he was all about uh, being uh, transgender and trans this and and trans that. Andy No pointed it out as well. Uh, and and that somehow is not a part of the story. He's a trans gamer girl. That's how uh, one of his identities on online. And he went by Sophie. He said, I'm looking for a daddy to control my sexual life. This is, you know, pretty much a run-of-the-mill Democrat at this point, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? And that just went away. That, that story just... That's a non-story. There are no, nobody clamoring for cameras in the courtroom, no satellite trucks, no anchor men and women, anxious anchors out there. All right, let's go to some audio, Michael, because I'm going to have to get to it eventually. And I... <laughs> now, the, um, the newspapers, if you can call them that, the uh, uh, paper products formerly known as newspapers, they're all about GOP rivals start pondering a post-Trump future. Uh, oh, by the way, NBC fake news now is calling the House of Representatives for the Republicans as well. Uh, they tweeted something only, I believe, after the Daily Caller tweeted that out. So the Daily Caller, from what I can tell, was first. And then NBC fake news came out. And NBC News now also has... Uh, calling the House representatives Republicans 219 seats 
Democrats 216 seats. But I believe that uh, there is still some some play there. You need 218 seats to control it. So that would give the Republicans a one-seat margin. Now watch the Democrats contest uh, two races and try to have, uh, you know, everybody slain or jailed or something. Uh, let's go to soundbite <clears throat> number one because we're still not done counting, but the news media has already moved on, and uh, they're aiming for Trump and for the Republicans because, you know, they got Joe Biden allegedly as their presidential candidate, so they need to start demonizing everybody. And when Joe Biden is uh, he's already incapable, but when he's determined to be incapable of pursuing a second term, look out, as one of our brilliant callers said, for Hillary Clinton because she is like Michael Myers in Halloween, and you can throw her off the balcony and she'll get up and just, you know, uh, come back at you with that scary music. You can, you know, you, uh, uh, whatever, Michael Myers her all over the place and she just keeps getting up and coming back. Um, she, you know, grabs herself by her own hair and peels her face out of the dried pool of vomit on her kitchen floor. But uh, this, this whole, I've been talking about this for years because Howard Dean, who was... Uh, Democrat governor, presidential candidate, and chairman of the DNC, bragged many years ago about inflicting upon us, our great and God-fearing nation, what he called glowingly the permanent campaign. Remember I talked about the permanent campaign? Well, before I got to the DNC, we didn't have a permanent campaign. You would campaign for one year when you had a candidate, and then if you didn't win, you wouldn't campaign for the next three years. No wonder we lose. Now we don't just have a permanent campaign for electing Democrats. We have a permanent campaign for influencing policy. It brings us a little closer to the European model. You hear how excited he is? It brings us a little closer to the European model. These micro-appendaged America-hating Democrats are just, they're unbelievable. How it's, they hate America at every possible turn. And uh, again, you want to get a little closer to the European model? Let's go, uh, let's go with the French model for uh, electing our leaders. Because in 1973, they did away with vote by mail because they realized it was an invitation to voter fraud. The Democrats did, too, and that's when they started implementing it, not banning it. And then they organized around it. It's an organizing principle. Today, more than 40 million French men and women show up on Election Day. They show ID. They cast their ballots. And by 8 p.m., France pretty much knows who won all the competitions. Remember when it used to be like that here? Then the Democrats fixed it. See? Uh, let's go to uh, Anita Dunn. She loves Chairman Mao, who is history's number one mass murderer of humanity. And uh, it's uh, her favorite political philosopher. She was on the television. Who is she on with? Um, Dana Bash? No, it wasn't. It was... Uh, uh, she was on one of the Sunday morning talk shows yesterday. Face the nation. Face the meat. And... Um, and, you know, they're very upset that uh, Republicans will control the House of Representatives, therefore have committee chairmanships, therefore have hearings on all the Democrat Party corruption. So they're already starting to wage, it's part of the permanent campaign, to wage jihad against Republicans seeking accountability in government, which the Democrats are obviously uh, dead set against. The White House has and will continue to apply with fair and legitimate um, oversight because we are a White House that respects norms and the rule of law. But I think that, Lie. you know, the American people 
didn't vote for. Congress being used to conduct political vendettas. It's a political vendetta if you're going to look at all of the improprieties by the FBI. How about the letter with 51 intelligence officials led by the Communist Party voter penitentiary faced John Brennan? Uh, How about that in tampering with our elections and the FBI going to Facebook and saying they shouldn't uh, allow people to share true stories about the Biden family? How about that? Should we look into that? Because there's a lot to look into and... Well, actually, I've got audio on this, so let's go to and articles as well. Congressman Jim Banks. Let's go to Congressman, Republican Congressman Jim Banks, um, who will hold an important uh, oversight position in the new Republican-controlled House of Representatives. And uh, he was on yesterday talking about what the Republicans are going to do. Oversight is a primary function of the Congress. And for the last two years, there has, there has been no oversight of the Biden agenda and the Biden administration. So that has to be a focal point of every single committee in the Congress, especially in the House, under Republican control. Especially. Especially. Uh, and uh, Congressman Banks, the uh, House Armed Services Committee, uh, you know, we got, uh, gosh, we've got a lot to look at. Take the House Armed Services Committee, for example. I'm a member of that committee. I served in Afghanistan. The debacle in Afghanistan has never been, no one has ever been held accountable. There's never been an investigation into the pullout of Afghanistan that cost the lives of 13 of our heroes. That, that, that means that the Congress did not do their job in providing that type of oversight. How's that? What are a trillion and a half dollars in infrastructure spending? Anybody see a, a bridge being built across the Lake Michigan or anything? Anybody? Anybody see their big infrastructure projects going on? Uh, Afghanistan complete debacle. Uh, Congressman Banks, as he said, served in Afghanistan, uh, and gosh, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot more oversight of of the the origins of COVID, the lockdowns the uh, closure of schools and the outcome of that. We've never had congressional oversight into any of those actions by the Biden administration. Origins of COVID with uh, a million American deaths attributed to COVID, 7 million deaths worldwide, Congressman Banks. 80% of the American people are saying America is on the wrong track. They, they expect the Congress to hold the administration accountable for that and for their actions. And that's what we're going to do, even, even in a slim Republican majority, we will still have the gavels of each of these committees and oversight is a primary function. Yeah, well, no, but uh, Nita Dunn and the Democrats, no, this is vendetta. No, it's actually government accountability in a first world country, not run by, you know, banana republic left wing radicals that love Chairman Mao and want to tear down statues of American presidents, you know, the Democrat Party. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is probably settling in, especially if you're a small business owner. But it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. If you sign up right now, you're going to be printing postage in minutes. Really, an hour from now, you're going to be printing stamps. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to U.S. Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer, from your office, from home, from the road. No lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles. Honestly, if you need a package pickup, you can also easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. 
Sign up with the promo code PLANTE, P-L-A-N-T-E, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone on the top of the homepage, enter the code PLANTY. There it is. Now, we got Nancy Pelosi for you, too. These people, I got to tell you, you'd think they'd remember something about the old days, but they don't. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. We've got, uh, you know, their crime, their crime is, uh, it's like never before. Now, again, someone shot, two people injured, about a block, a block and a half from this radio station last night. And um, it's a place that we go, Clyde's, we go from time to time. And somebody shot there last night. Also, there is a manhunt underway. Uh, at the University of Virginia, UVA, last night, three people were murdered and two more shot by a apparently a student who played football at UVA a few years ago. And he's on the run. He's on the loose. He's a fugitive. And the police have released a photograph of him and his name, his identity, a vehicle description, and his license plate. It's a black SUV, Virginia tag. It's, uh, what is it, TWX something or other, uh, just from memory this morning. And and Wokeness tweeted this morning, there is a manhunt right now underway for a mass killer in Virginia. Why is Fox News the only, the only news organization posting his picture? Well, he's African-American, the suspect. So the, uh, the, now the guy's on the loose. They're asking people to look for him, but they're not posting his picture and uh, the black SUV with the Virginia license plate because it would be racist to show his picture. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.